Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to the happy hour with Nick Sainert. I'm leaving you people. Then Enrique Alvarez Clary. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Although it feels like football season just started, and it, and it did, uh, here in a couple weeks, Husker basketball. Men's and women's are going to get rolling. Opening night with Husker Hoops is on September 29th. Uh, So I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that's not this Friday, but the following Friday, I believe. Because I believe this Friday is the 22nd. You are correct. So coming down the chute, um, as as they say, Nebraska men's basketball opening night with Husker Hoops from Pinnacle Bank Arena uh, on September 29th. Then a month after that, it will be... The opening of, or I should say season opener, sorry, season opener. <laughs> the opening uh, of the season. Yes, against Doan. I was trying to fix the cord of my headphones there. Yeah, you're, not, um, you're not wrong. So I was a little disappointed, or a little distracted. Um, but nonetheless, here is how the conference slate pans out for Nebraska. They will start conference play. They'll have two uh, soon, or, you know, earlier conference games this year. They will travel to Minnesota, the team that knocked them out of the Big Ten tournament last year, on December 6th, and then they will face Michigan State at home on December 10th, but then not play another conference game until they get fully into it uh, starting January 3rd. Now, I was looking earlier at Nebraska basketball schedule, and this is a a team that went 16-16, and 16, obviously, right? 500 uh, last year under Fred Hoiberg, it, depending on who you talk to, the seat's warm, the seat's not warm. Give them some time, depending mm-hmm. on who you talk to. That's not the conversation we're going to have today. Um, but more so, the Husker men's basketball schedule, if you if you look at it, understanding the personnel that the Huskers do have. Do we ever understand the personnel that the Huskers have, though? I think this year, maybe like, you tr- have a, like, better, a better idea. But, like, truly, like, year in and year out, and this isn't me being a Debbie Downer, but it's going to sound like it. it year feels in like and year it. out. We look at a Husker men's basketball roster and we're like, look, man, this team has some talent. This team has a lot of guys who can do this and this guy can do this. And and they're going to be able to, you know, hopefully fix the things that have plagued them the the season before with the returners and this and that. And we look at it and we say that. And then the season starts and they break our hearts again. So so and again, this isn't me being a Debbie Downer, but. 
with the people that are returning, you you feel pretty solid about that. Some of the guys yep. that are returning maybe don't have as much experience playing, but they are coming back on the same team with some of the same players and all that. And some of the transfers that they brought in, you feel pretty good about what they did at their previous stops, right? Yeah. We've, we've felt that way before, whatever. So you put it all together and we look at a schedule and we say, you know what, Nebraska should be able to beat these teams. Or, or maybe Nebraska has a better advantage over these teams. When I guess what I'm trying to say is I just – and it's, it's one of those – it's kind of like the football team this year where – Give me a couple games in, and then maybe I'll feel a little bit better about well, it. I, I'm not sure after after a fir- the first couple of games, you're really going to f- know much about this team. So, so just a, a little bit of a five thousand foot view into Nebraska men's basketball here. They return five of their top eight scores from a team that went sixteen and sixteen last year. Mm-hmm. They won six of their final eight Big Ten contests uh, last season as well. Obviously, headlined by uh, Kase Tominaga. They also welcome back three other players who made at least 12 starts last season in Juwan Gary, C.J. Wiltshire, and sophomore Jamarcus Lawrence. Nebraska adds uh, seven recruits, five transfers, and two freshmen. Uh, and Nebraska's transfer class brought in five guys that features all-conference performers Rink Mass at Bradley, mm-hmm. Bryce Williams at Charlotte, and Jerron, also known as Boogie, Boogie Coleman, at Ball State. So as I was looking through this, right, we haven't, and Byron the Hog Farmer says this, we haven't had depth like this in a long time, 10 deep and two walk-ons that can help. I, I think this season's going to be a lot of fun. I think there's a lot of expectations towards Nebraska basketball, right? Because you look at mm-hmm. what maybe last year sparked or invigorated into this fan base, we're sitting there at 16 and 16 thinking Nebraska's a really talented basketball team. K-State, I mean, I, I was in the building for that Maryland game. It, it was a lot of fun oh, there. That was great. That was a lot of fun where it went to overtime. K-State Tominaga is as electric of a player as there is in probably the country. Mm-hmm. Jamarcus the, Lawrence seemed to take a step forward. Yep. Sam Hoiberg, after not really playing a, a huge role mm-hmm. as a walk-on at the start of the year due to injuries and other stuff, has to play a big role towards the end and, shows and was such a vital part of this team mm-hmm. towards the end of the year, that all is is returning. Everything we mentioned now, yes. Jawan Gary early season yes. looked solid until he got hurt. You lose and you 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 graduate a guy like Derek Walker, which his leadership on and off the floor is is hard to replace. You're not going to be able to find another Derek Walker. You're not going to be able to expect somebody else to be an, a, a Derek Walker. That's my biggest worry. But then you is, also Sam Greasel as well. That is true. But that's my biggest worry is when Derek Walker wasn't playing in those first however many games he didn't play. Was it four? Maybe more? Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly. But when he wasn't playing in those games, how how often did we find ourselves saying, man, really wish we had Derek Walker. Man, really wish we had Derek yep. Walker. When Derek Walker wasn't on the floor in certain games, in some situations, you're like, man, you really need to get Derek Walker back out there. You can see how much the offense relied on him, how much the offense moved through him. So losing him, him going on to to you know greener pastures, um, starting the trucking business, yeah, wherever wherever he is, whatever he's doing, I wish him the best and I, I all that. But not having him on this team is my biggest concern because yes, you do have the electric Kase Tominaga. You do have that guy who can, you know, shoot it from damn near wherever. He could probably inbound the ball, shoot it, and it might yeah. go in. 
um, or at least we'd expect it to go in. And and you have Juwan Gary coming back. Jamarcus Lawrence took a step forward. Uh, 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 Sam Hoiberg, with what he was doing towards the end of the season, was fantastic. Uh uh, you you like the potential of Romel Lloyd Jr. You bring in Rink Mast, who has shown you that he he has a little bit uh, a little get up and go uh, when he was with Bradley and playing for his national team. Where I forget his national team. Uh, where, wherever he's from, I Ring, don't mean to Ring be Mast yeah. Netherlands. The, yeah, for the Netherlands national team and uh, all the other players that are here. But the one the main cog in the machine for Nebraska men's basketball last year was Derek Walker. How do they function without him? Mm-hmm. Is my biggest concern and i think that hopefully and i like you said you probably won't learn a lot from the first couple of games but hopefully we'll be able to see some semblance of what the offensive uh how the offense is going to to maneuver itself how efficient they're going to be without him in the middle you know guiding everybody where they need to go making passes uh playing bully ball what, what did you say last year when he whenever he lowered his shoulder and just go into somebody you, downhill Derek yeah, walker downhill Derek walker yeah. without that how are they going to? How efficient are they going to be without him? I, I would say this. So we got asked on the text line, "Who's their? Who's the next big?" Right. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus twenty four seven customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think, and with with every Nebraska basketball team, right, same we do with, with Husker football, you're always going to be kind of banking on potential, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's just, Nebraska's never going to be a program, at least in the near future, that's going to be able to reload on five stars, reload on these ultra-talented players that are, you know, high-level prospect. Like, you're never going, that's not where Nebraska's at, and that's not what they're going to be for the near future as a program. So you're always going to be relying on talent. Now, with that being said, you hope that a healthy Blaze Kata steps up, mm-hmm. right? At six foot eleven, two hundred fifty-seven pounds. That's what he's listed at. You hope that a, a rink mass transfer of six foot ten, two forty-eight out of uh, Bradley, who who can shoot a, a jumper as well, you can, can help court. out, right? Yeah. You hope that Josiah Alec, a transfer from New Mexico, coming back home, playing a big part as a six foot eight, six foot nine body, the certainly helps. He is. And then also, you also have a true freshman in Ma- uh, Matter Dia- Matter Jope. Excuse me. Is that how it's pronounced? Jope. Okay. Uh, from a six ten freshman, two hundred thirteen pounds from Senegal, uh, where he played. A, he play also played at the Keystone Athletic Academy. You hope that that benefits Nebraska basketball. Eli Rice. Eli Rice. IMG. Not necessarily a big man, but he's he's a forward. He played, from, he played power forward at IMG. Eli Rice, six foot eight. He's listed as a guard on Nebraska's oh, roster. Interesting. But nonetheless. So the, there's your next big. Back to the schedule here, Nebraska basketball. And this is where they have an opportunity to start out with and rack up a couple of wins right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. And it's you face you face Doan, obviously, to start. 
Then it's Lindenwood, and all these games are at home, I should say. Yeah. Lindenwood, Florida A&M, Ryder, and Stony Brook. Those are your first uh, five games for Nebraska men's basketball, all at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Careful now. Stony Brook baseball can do it. That's right. Well, and, and frankly, Nebraska basketball, one thing that they've really improved on over the last couple of years has been the ability to beat the teams they're supposed to beat in the non-conference. Mm-hmm. Last year was so, so nice. And that's such a, a great adjective. <laughs> so, so great as a fan because you were able to see them beat the teams that they were supposed to beat. There was no loss to Kennesaw State. There was no loss to Incarnate Word, Gardner-Webb. There, there was none of that last year. Mm-hmm. Um, in the non-conference, where it felt like, dang, maybe this team is a lot worse than we thought it was going to be. You had the you loss really against that get away. From you had you. the blowout loss against Kansas State, but then you were able to back that up with a blowout win at home against Iowa, and then and also Kansas through State the end was of the really year. good. Yeah, Kansas State was really good, led by Jerome Tang and obviously Keontae Johnson and and uh, and Marquise Noel as well for for the Kansas State Wildcats. Then you have a neutral site game against Oregon State which obviously one of your first Power 5 opponents there. Mm-hmm. Oregon State, that one's going to be played in Sioux Falls. Oregon State last year, 11-21 and 21 overall out in Corvallis. You come back home, you have a matchup against Duchesne. Then it's Cal State Fullerton at home. All of those before you hit Creighton at home and on the road at Kansas State. So those are your two hardest, I think we can all agree. Oh, yeah. And then it's North Dakota, South Carolina State to uh, finish out the non-conference. And then you enter into conference play and have yourself a grand exactly. old time. But with that in mind, and, and there will be two there will be two uh, conference games Mixed wedged in, in between Creighton and Kansas State. What's it? Michigan State and... It will be. Somebody else. Michigan State and Minnesota. Yeah, so Wednesday, December 6th, three days after you play Creighton, you will f- go to Minneapolis. Oh, that is a rough two games. And then four days later, Michigan State comes to you. So there's that. And then, obviously, then about a week later, you travel to uh, Kansas State. Now, excuse me. With, is Minnesota going to be good? I don't know. Well, Ben Johnson, former Husker coach himself. Mm. There we'll see. Minnesota did beat or, you know, knock Nebraska out of the Big Ten tournament last that, year that as well. True. That is true. Um, so just a breakdown of the conference schedule here. Uh, home, away, who wears Nebraska, got to travel. Um, they will, let's see. They will host Michigan State, Purdue, and Penn State. They do not have to go to East Lansing. Mm-hmm. Do not have to go to West Lafayette, which is a big one. And do not have to go and travel to Happy Valley. Penn State in the uh, in the in the midst of a coaching change, mm-hmm. right? Because they Micah Shrewsbury goes to Notre Dame. This is going to be a trivia question, by the way, Rico. I, I forgot to ask it to you. I just worded it wrong. Penn State, Micah Shrewsbury moves on. Don't ask me who their new coach is. Mike Rhodes is their new coach, former VCU Rams head coach. Ah. Mike Rhodes in his first year. Penn State lost 11 guys this offseason to either graduating or moving on from the program. What I was going to ask you Mm -hmm. is who was the team that Purdue beat in the Big Ten Tournament Championship last year? Let me tell you, Iowa? the Penn State Nittany Lions, oh, the yeah. number ten no, yeah, seed, right. no, right. Penn, yeah. Penn State Nittany Lions. They ended up getting into the the national or the NCAA tournament, whooped Texas A and M as a ten seed, mm-hmm. and then lost by I think three or five to uh, number two seed Texas in the in the round of thirty two in the NCAA tournament. But nonetheless, Nebraska avoids traveling to East Lansing, a place where they've actually. 
played pretty well in years past. Um, but then also they avoid going to West Lafayette, which has never been good for Nebraska basketball. And then they avoid going to Happy Valley. They will not host these three teams, but they will have to travel to Iowa, Maryland, and Illinois. So there's no uh, Hawkeyes in PBA this year, which might be a little bit disappointing. There is no ter- Terrapins in PBA this year, and there's no Fighting Illini. Dang it! Either I really like um, Maryland. They will they will host and visit Minnesota, Indiana, Wisconsin, Rutgers, Northwestern, Ohio State, and Michigan as well. Okay. So um, once again, Nebraska avoids traveling to Penn State, Purdue, Michigan State. They will not host uh, Iowa, Maryland, and Illinois at Pinnacle Bank Arena. All right, let's take a break. Once again, uh, 464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line. Uh, let's talk a little Husker football with the fellows from On the Block. Strick and Austin will join us here in a few moments right here on the Happy Hour on 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.